Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat with improved audio for us on our end. Thanks, Sean. Probably not you guys, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I am your host, Chris, as always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Hey, what's going on, people? And John. Hey, guys. <laughs> this does sound good. So oh, the- my gosh. This I sounds am, good. I am refreshed. Refreshed. You're not? You're, you're yeah, refreshed, refreshed and refreshed. Yeah. yeah. I am refreshed, uh, relaxed. After a nice long five days at the beach with friends and my goddaughter, got to see her for the first time in a while. She, Some godfather you are. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, Chris Corleone over here. But, uh, <laughs> you know, if, if she ever needed a favor, she could have asked. Did and, you tell her, your enemies become my enemies? Mm-hmm. And she said... Then they will fear you. And then she said, okay, bye. <laughs> and I went, bye. And then she said, bye, because that's what she does right now. How old is she? She's 18 months. Mm. She's very... Uh, very boring at that age. What? She's very... Uh, she lets you know how she feels about things at that age. Yeah. That's 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 the That's the good years, man. Yeah. That's the good times. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's just waiting for those cute moments. That's all you do. You just wait around all day, and then you get like the twenty percent of the time is cute, and you're like, "What's it what's all about right there?" <laughs> I forgive you for crying in the last forty five minutes. Was it uh, was it as hot down there as it was up here? No, especially once you got to the beach, dude. But I mean, don't was, get me wrong; it was still I like nineties. You. you know, there's something about having a breeze off of uh, the Gulf. Yes, that makes everything a little more bearable. Yeah, bearable. I was actually surprised. Um, we went more later in the afternoon. When we were and by later in the afternoon, he means when it was dark. <laughs> well, I don't know if you know. It's friend of the show, Mikey. Uh, they're not the most. They're they're kind of like they're kind especially of, ever they're since kind of pasty. Yeah. Ever since um, ever since the baby was born, they've become more like this. But they're much more closer to our friend Josh when it comes to the concept of time and doing things. Like the first day I was there, they were like, "We're going to be out there at eight a.m." We got there at like 3 p.m. It nice. was. That's, that's yeah. how it works. That, is, that yeah. is definitely Josh's time. Yeah, time. you know. <laughs> Josh, it's funny because uh, we, we were, I spent some time playing with him over the weekend, uh, you know, video games. and, and Video game. Prior to that, he goes, like, one of the days leading up to it, he goes, hey, are you going to be off, like, you know, this day, this day, this day? Because, man, I'm be on playing, like, all day. <laughs> I didn't see him until yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, I remember he'd, he'd say... He'd say, hey, I'm coming to y'all's apartment. Um, I'll see yeah. you guys Friday. He'd waltz in on Sunday. Yeah. But, hey, if he li- if he listens to this like he should, we love you, Josh. We love you, yeah. But exactly. I, I always picture him getting in the car Friday and just sitting there going, uh, am well, I going? Am I going to do this? I don't feel like it. It's uh, like he'll, uh, he'll be like, yeah, I'm going to leave at noon. And then at some point between 1030 and noon, comes a revelation he needs to do laundry or something <laughs> like something, something always has happens to be done. yeah, yeah. 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 And, or or else it's just i'm tired i'm gonna take a nap and yeah. i don't know how to set an alarm or anything else it's just he passes out um but did everyone have a good weekend it uh so so it was all right me, apparently me and john or john and i uh we, we did some yard Grammar. work i think i think you said you did yours on sunday i did mine actually on memorial day yeah, I did. Uh, I did my yard on Friday, and then my wife's grandmother's Your yard. Wife. Thank you, my wife's grandmother's yard Sunday. So I, I mowed two yards this weekend. 
Ouch. Then I you uh, got one of them rider <clears throat> line morphs. <clears throat> Push all day, baby. Yeah. Push it hard. Yeah. And Saturday oh. I went down to and met yeah, my did. met oh. my <laughs> met my parents in beautiful Warner Robins, Georgia. Uh, historic. Lunch. Historic, yes. Yeah, indeed. Home of Warner Robins Air Force Base. Home of nothing else. I was by Eglin Air Force Base. We could have flown to each other. Had lunch at Sonny's Real Pit Barbecue. Hey, uh, I we, saw one of those while I was we, down. Yeah, they, they have up in Florida. We used to have one where we, we live, and now it's like a bank. Yeah, it, just, it was not good here. Yeah, we, we said that before. And when you go to eat it somewhere else, it's actually it's actually it's excellent. It's good. Uh, excellent. I think in our area. <clears throat> Countries is too much of a staple. I, I and think other small local and, places. And you want you go to a place you expect to have that that local <clears throat> flavor that we're used to, mm-hmm. and people just didn't gravitate towards it at all. Well, there's one. Mm. In, there's one. There's a Sunny's and Warner Robins that I've been going to since I was five years old. We little John. Five years old, yeah. Yeah. My brother used to get a hot dog, uh-huh. and I used to get a hamburger. <laughs> at the barbecue <laughs> wait, place. Wait, hey, <laughs> is this before I could appreciate yeah, barbecue? Do you have a brother? Yeah, I do. <clears throat> so I hung out I hung out with them for the day and then got back to town that day, had dinner with uh, Adam and we went to see John Wick three. Hey. Did you like it? Man, that's it, good. I gotta get I gotta really watch good. that. Only a movie that features an NBA player and murder by book. I got and a um Spoilers. Iron Chef host. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, I still mean, haven't seen the movie. Oh. I don't feel like I've really. No, spoiled no, you're it. not gonna spoil it. That's yeah. gonna be cool stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was gonna say I don't know if I need to see that or Aladdin first. It was uh, John Wick three. See John Wick. Yeah, I saw Aladdin. Um, well, yeah, but you don't like Aladdin. No, actually, your... that's that's like <clears throat> the best live action Disney that you've seen. No, no, no. Okay. I mean, like classic Aladdin is like man. I was nine when that came out, so yeah. I, it was <laughs> it was in my wheelhouse. Like I was ripe age. You know, it you was were ripe. It was. <laughs> Wait, wait. I don't know, man. Let's like, move on. Keep, no, go, let's go, 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 go. Like go. me, like personally, because of age and all that, right? Yeah. Like Lion King wasn't as big of a deal for me when it came out as like Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, and uh, Little Mermaid. Like that was Lil, like, really. Yeah, that was because like Little Mermaid came out when I was six, Beauty and the Beast came out when I was uh, seven or eight, and then Aladdin was when I was nine. So you know, then but you then, but you wet your pants every time I say Toy Story four. Yeah, because Toy Story is, yeah, Toy Story. <laughs> you got pretty me, but um, you got pretty me. I watched it, and I, I, I mean, what I, it happened. I'll say is it's not terrible. I mean, it, it's, it's not just, bad. It's just like one of those things. If you go in with high expectations, if you were demanding that this be on the level of the 1992 movie, that's when I think you would be disappointed by that. Like. If you're like, man, if they can't recreate no, that magic dude. at every turn, you're going to be, you well, will you, be Could it be the fact that you are nine years old and you no longer are nine years old? Yeah, no, I think that film holds up because mm-hmm. I've rewatched it many well, times. Yeah, it holds that. up, but here's the deal. Have you watched any other Disney live animations? Pretty much all of them. I, I feel like... <laughs> Except this, for Dumbo. This, I haven't seen Dumbo either. Yeah. I think this is going to be kind of like the other ones. They're, <clears throat> yeah. you know, they're good. I mean, it... Well, it's cool to see the way they they do the the actual live, I mean, action animation thing that they do, whatever it's called. It, I'm honest with myself. Like, it's not like they're making these specifically just because they have an artistic idea, right? It's very clear why they are making these movies. They're making them for money. 
you know, give that they, man they, his they, money. They, like, they, they do need it. They do need it. When they made Jungle Book, fine. And like that was the risk, right? That was like, hey, this director has a cool idea to come and and take this and make a live stream version of it. Yeah, it's a and risk then, to hire John Fravro to do anything. And for the record, John and I are coming in way it, hotter than you are. I know this keeps happening. It's often the case. There though. we go. Yeah, you got to lean in a little bit. On hey, that, you know, put your mouth how's it on. going. <sighs> but um, see now I'm way too hot, right? No, just adjust, man. You know, just this move your best, mouth. This is the best splitter ever. But yeah, anyway, it's not the splitter. This is Mike Quartz, John. Anyway, <laughs> but like totally different. Two after things. after they got a hit on it, and like you know Maleficent, that worked too for them in terms of money. They they basically, I think it was today. A uh, girl I worked with said like just the other day they basically committed to making announcing twenty of these remakes. You know, they're pretty much. Between their streaming service and theaters, they are they're taking over. They the world. are remaking like that is. Yeah, they have three pillars now: Disney remakes, Marvel, and Star Wars. That is and their Frozen. money. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, and then like you get other things like Pixar and and uh, Disney animation when you can. But it's like that's where their biggest tentpole has been earning. The what tentpole in terms of earnings? What is that? Means like that's where their bank comes from. Okay, just say that. I like yeah. a good tentpole. <laughs> But anyway, uh, I, I so big you, you can camp under there. I man. hate when you get a tent pole and you have to walk. Your teacher calls you up at school to go to the chalkboard. <laughs> yeah. And you go, I can't come right now. Now, if your kids that haven't. happened to me before. I think kids for the In most college. part. They're going to have fun part. I think the highlight of it is still. Uh, <laughs> the high point. The high point in the movie is easily uh, a whole new world. That that yeah. that's still. That was the one time it's like, they, you know, that's about on the same level as I remember. The first time I watched it, you know, in the yeah. MA form, Will Smith really can't sing that well. And it's kind of like that always bothers me when I watch musical movies, like when you can tell someone's been put in there because of their they are prestige. Versus, yeah. yeah, like the same thing happened when they did Les Mis a couple of years and like uh, Russell Crowe was doing Javette. I was like, that dude, can't, that dude is not made to sing that role. He just can't. And like it was very clear here. Russell Crowe. Uh, and there's Javette. Uh, Les yeah. I don't even know what you just said, dude. I feel like you're speaking a language. Sorry, that's his name, Javert. It's something like that. I can't. What remember. is Les Mis? Uh, Les Miserables. <laughs> uh, is it a musical? Yes. Figures. Yeah, makes um, sense. <laughs> Total sense. Um, Crystal clear. <laughs> hey, I'm going to go see Rocket Man uh, next weekend. So. I know you are. Yeah. Yeah. Are that's you? Not a, that's not a musical, right? That's a. That's a biopic. <clears throat> it's a biopic. That's really like unlike the queen one where it's just basically yeah, the more awesome one here's like some uh here's some the more iconic hits. more legendary yeah <laughs> please <laughs> debate us on that i don't ha i don't have a stake in the game yeah Dude, you don't want to do that i do <clears throat> next week on next week on the show sean versus chris no, queen no, 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 versus no, no. Elton. we don't even have to do that now no we Cause, are because i'm going to come in properly prepared for this stupid challenge i just made who uh who set the record for uh, Freddie Mercury for the most singles to Queen. go to go number one in a row? Oh, the answer, correct answer is Freddie Mercury and Queen. Elton John. Adam Lambert and Queen's better than. Let Elton me ask John. you, how many Disney? Uh, how many, Seven. <laughs> how many Disney uh, classics have they, you know, done the soundtrack for with two hit Oscar-winning songs? Ugh. Yeah, can you feel that? Really, love? dude. <laughs> um, but no, I, I can't wait to see that. It looks cool. Um, but here, I take your kids, go see it. Don't get hyped up. The only bad part to me was with the Latin was there's a new song in it. Yeah. And it's a lot of like, people were saying that it, 
it feels like they're trying to give Jasmine a, a frozen S song and, and then also maybe hopefully get qualified to or get nominated for an Oscar for best original song. Um, and one, it's not a terrible song. It's just like where they put it is terrible. It's like in the third act and like the movie is wrapping up or it feels like we're going to our conclusion. And then like, she just breaks out into this frozen song. And you're like, where'd that come from? It just doesn't make sense. From the heart, Chris. Apparently. That's yeah. Where it came from, but she's uh the girl who plays Jasmine and the guy who plays Aladdin. They're, they're both solid. Top notch. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't go to the theater. But I did start watching Lost in Space on Netflix. Oh, Ooh, that's on my list. I just uh, I uh, ain't good. It's it's actually pretty good so far. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, hmm. that's good. I, I'll keep you guys updated on that. I have a second degree burn. Yeah, John. Ouch. John had an accident because he can't cook Is it on because a grill. You watched Burn Notice this weekend. No. I, so a couple of weeks ago, Clarissa <laughs> got me some uh, grilling gear, and one of them was uh, heat gloves. To sort of, uh, you know, when you get on the grill and you, you want to turn the kebabs, you can do that. No big deal. Um, <laughs> so we had some vegetables grilling on a grill pan sitting on the grill. Something that, a tray that you can just remove. You yeah, I got you. Uh, so I thought with my gloves on, I could just, you know, slide that over to the edge of the grill, pick it up and walk it into the house. Nope. So I get about two feet from the grill and I'm turning around going, nope, 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 nope. So I have this welt bubbly we, we, thing. We might my... need to put that on our <clears throat> some site so they can see it. Yeah, that's fine. I took some pictures of it. The, what about the blister though? Yeah. That's, yeah. Did you take some pictures of that? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, By it's, the way, that's my finger. <laughs> that's... That's objects it. and mirror are closer to the John, you walk, John walks into the uh, recording of the <laughs> No, I'm not going to oh, do okay. that. But you're just like, look at this. And he's pointing finger. at the wall, and I think Chris has got something on his wall. And I hear like the words grotesque and look, and oh, my God. And I, I didn't quite catch that it. it was his finger that he was showing us and not pointing. And it's it's very not cool looking. Yeah, the, but doctor, okay. the doctor didn't want to lance it. She said, the blister itself is the best Band-Aid. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah but I, I can't type. <laughs> I type. I need to type. There's, I was literally typing news show to notes. be written. I was typing show notes with like a, I was three fingered Jack today. So I like that. That should be your new name. Yeah, the dedication. Like, looks like the beginnings of a plague. Yeah, it's it's that's a that's a heck of a blister. I see what I you tried. I see to what do you there. did there. No, boo. <laughs> so we've been gifted either what will be one of the most exciting, unpredictable finals because oh my I, God. I don't know how to how read we, Toronto, did, dude. I don't know what happened. So yeah. John, last time we were here, we said that it's probably a lock. That Golden State with Steph Curry and the crew would probably be playing uh, Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks, right? We getting an upset? Yeah, we did get uh, an upset. The Raptors of Toronto beat Giannis four and straight. the Bucks. Uh, four straight wins to go to the finals against the, the, the aforementioned Golden State Warriors. So now we're like, what? We that wasn't supposed to happen. No. So what's probably going to happen is Golden State's going to sweep them four to nothing, and it's all for naught anyway. But then but, you go like, well, if they could do that to that team, right? Why can't they do it to this team? News broke that Kevin Durant's not playing first game, and somebody yeah. else is missing a game. You're like, Ooh. and they have, and it's easy to forget this. Raptors have home court advantage because they won more games than them this year. So who's Kevin Durant? Oh, probably the best player in the world right now. Maybe it's debatable. This year he was. He was he was on point hey, let's this just, year. 
Who are you I, picking? I, I conceded that you got a point. Yeah. Who are you I'm, picking? I'm just saying. Who would you pick? Giannis. Nah. I love Giannis, but Giannis Yo. can't shoot the way he can. <laughs> Ming. In a couple of years, yeah, Giannis could be. You, you remember that something. commercial where Yao was trying to tell Yogi Bear? Yao, Yogi. Check. Remember that one? I do. Okay, that's a good one. For sure. Yow. Yo. But yeah, finals start Thursday, so. That's tomorrow for you guys. Yeah. Gals who like the basketball of the National Basketball Association. I did make one discovery this weekend. Ooh. That I think would only interest me, but I have to share it anyways. Apparently, they remastered and put on Hulu every episode of Baywatch in HD. Like the old Baywatch? And things I've discovered, people I've discovered as I've been rewatching this, who are on the show. One. Uh, first I saw, what's her face? Michelle Williams. Like when she was young, Carrie Ann Moss before she did matrix has been on, was on there. But the biggest one I did not, cause I never watched the original. The, apparently the last two seasons they did in like Hawaii. Please, please say David Hasselhoff. No, no. <laughs> the last two seasons were in Hawaii yeah. and the star of, to replace Hasselhoff was a young Jason Momoa, like 21 years old. And it's just the weirdest thing. Cause he has short, cropped hair and nowhere near the mass that he has now <laughs> the fact that you just discovered this show on hulu and uh, you're already talking about the last season i was nah. just it's <laughs> no, phenomenal no. we know what you were doing <clears throat> what's so great about baywatch they run yeah. what's so great about running who's she it's slow motion <laughs> huh it's just um, uh, it's one of the running gags in uh, that episode that uh, that tv show friends that you refuse to watch <clears throat> We're going to need to get you an updated wire just to roll that out. Yeah, I have no before, idea. Before we jump into new board. Have you tried being in one? Uh, I could try that. If right, you wanna... Turn you down real quick. Here, and we'll adjust on. on air as opposed to going on break. I saying. prefer to be in two. Plug in one. Live action. Let's see. Is this thing better? Hey. Okay. You're coming in pretty hey. good. We'll, we'll see hey. if it holds. We'll see how it does. Yeah. All right. Um, do you guys want to go to the topic? Yeah, we should have did that before we just did that. Yeah, I know, but we're <laughs> but dumb. But, you know, we like to let them show how, uh, how we no, do don't, things. No, don't get it wrong. We're dumb. We're, are we dumb? We're dumb. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> we're dumb. We're dumb. Um, you are dumb. Not bull. <clears throat> no way. Yeah. Well, well um, you guys want to go to the topic? Yeah. <laughs> You've already asked us that. We said yeah the first time. Um, um Sure. <laughs> Do you guys still want to go to the topic? I mean, I'm already there. I mean, join okay. me. All right, let's do it. Topic time, 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 time. The topic is a plague's tale innocence. Did I get it right? It's a plague tale innocence. Uh-huh. Burn cream? Uh, That's for you. That's for me. And that finger that we're going to show everybody. Oh, man. Good finger. <laughs> so, John, I uh, I took the week off. I did not play video games. So like I, not a single was, thing? Well, I mean, I played a little bit of NBA 2K when I got back last week. Of course or you did. yesterday, but that was about it. So I really hope that... Uh, I was really hoping you played this because you said if not, I'm John. play this. Yeah, otherwise this show was getting canceled. So, did you play this game? What game? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I played it. 
Cool. Well, Good. We, we can't wait. Yeah. You got this. I do got this. You got notes? He's got notes. Things are going to be good. I like this. I like when we have notes. Life is safer. What are you doing? There. Turn your volume. This is rude. I got it. Maybe. <clears throat> Why? You're changing no. everything. Are we going to be doing this all no. night? Things that work for 205 episodes. And he's changing. He's, now he's changing on 206 live. What if I start adjusting your mic? What if I start moving your filter? During the thing you're talking about to get your point across. <laughs> huh? With your stupid Grateful Dead t-shirt on. Jeez. I, like I got that. a lot of those now. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Are you turning <clears throat> into a deadhead? I've always I've been. I've always been one. Yeah. Now I'm just like, eh, make my life easier. I'm just Bob Weir these. rules. No, actually, he's the one I don't like. Well, that's why I don't like you. Bob Weir is. Have you seen that documentary that's called The Other One? Mm-hmm. It's a good one. See, because Jerry was the, the other one everybody liked. Yes. No, nobody liked Bob. No. <laughs> No one likes Bob. <laughs> Even now, we're like listening to him. We're like, why are you singing these songs? You sound terrible. And there's like two guys in this band that can sing better than you. No, yeah. three guys. There's still that many of them alive? Pretty much all of them are alive except Your voice for Jerry. is so high, dude. As you... far as I know, yeah. I think all of them except Jerry are alive still. Yeah. It's just Phil plays with his own group. It's Phil Lash. You just name dropped. I, I like did. it. I like it. Hey, hey. Phil. He's just named. Hey, John. Yeah, man. We're waiting on you, buddy. Kick off. I just didn't want to interrupt you. Heads. Home team wins. (laughs) Which side? Defer. (laughs) Oh. Kick. (laughs) I knew this. I just didn't realize it. Okay. Yeah, they're from San Francisco. I know. No, no, no. Shocking. Grateful Dead. 60s-ish? Man, it's crazy, dude. No, no. uh, We're talking about games. uh, Games and games. Yeah. Okay. So uh, last uh, th- this weekend, uh-huh. I played a game called A Plague Tale mm-hmm. Innocence. What system, John? <clears throat> this was on Xbox One. One X. How much? Is, X. How much is it? By the way, it's a. I think it's forty nine ninety nine. Okay. So, <clears throat> not uh, not the full price of a normal. This is. I would definitely say this is um, a high quality double A game, for sure. And not it's a uh, notch. <clears throat> It's a top notch, not high top quality notch. double. It's a, a top notch double mean, a game. Not top notch triple A. Absolutely not top top notch triple A. What's happening? But uh, this uh, <laughs> this is from the uh, publisher Fo- uh, Focus Games, which um, developed my one of my favorite games last year, Vampire. You did like Vampire. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, I think about it all the time still. Do you really? Yeah, I loved. I just loved the narrative focus game. Um, and trying here. Yeah, I think the only problem I had at the time was uh, was uh, distractions, uh, like like mic adjustments <laughs> during your review of a game that you you're only fine, played. Dude. You know, you're, I'm you're, just kidding. I'm, we're gonna joke about you're it. Good, you're good. I'm we're gonna I'm gonna joke. They about only it. know about it because of you. No, they don't. They so, hear, they hear this <laughs> while he's talking. They hear this. So the game. So the game was developed by a studio called Asobo Asobo Studios, and I just. The logo, if you if you Google it, I'm, I looked at it. I'm like, I know this studio. This studio looks so familiar. And I'm looking at its resume and it's developed uh, a bunch of straight to uh, Toy Story. DVD? It did a, yeah, I no, no. I, I, I knew how that was yeah. formulating. <laughs> it did a Toy Story game, a lot of Disney-type games. But one of them I just saw, which I kind of blurted out, oh, I knew that. I didn't, you know. It, it actually developed or was partly developed 
Recore. Oh, so ah, I enjoyed uh, the Recore. I did. I like that one a lot. I like a lot. I need to finish it. I do too. Yeah. You can play it together? Good. I think we can. We can kind of, we can do that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Let's same, do that. The same time. Same time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> this is, um, this is like a, like, like Chris, um, asked, it's a forty nine ninety nine game, which I'll, uh, which directly ties into whether it's worth, worth a playthrough or not. But um, one of the things about this game that's um, that's unique—that's well, not unique—but it's uh, that's that's the highlight is, you know, I often I oftentimes say that story in in games is not one of my primary concerns. My my primary concern is is that it plays well and and it's fun and 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 it has all of those elements to it. But this but this game is <clears throat> to me it's a it's a combination. It, it's a it's a hybrid between. Uh, a combat action game and a game like Firewatch. It's uh, it's somewhere it's in between. To be stealth, right? Like there's stealth. there's some. I would say it's forty uh, percent stealth, sixty percent another uh, game mechanic. That's hundred percent. Yeah, that equals hundred percent, which I'll get into in a moment. But the story it takes place Math. it takes place in the mid fourteenth century in France. That's and that's a bad period. Yeah, uh, you know it, it's uh, <laughs> you know you, it, in in the age of video games and smartphones and all this stuff, it's uh, it's it's hard to sometimes remember that life on this planet has been pretty crappy for a vast majority of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so and so the um, <clears throat> it the backdrop of this game is it takes place during a devastating plague. Um, is it bubonic plague? No, it, that would it's, it's it's sort of after. just it's just sort of it's just a plague. It's not really based on anything historical. Gotcha. I think they're just sort of making you. It's designed to remind you of the Black Death, which I think is I that think, why there's rats. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's what they kind of want it to harken back to. And I think I think the Black Death was in the is was in the 13th century. Yeah, it's um, it's somewhere in the in the dark ages. Man. So, <laughs> yeah, this is definitely definitely the dark ages. Um so the backdrop is 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 France. Um the main characters of the game, you pl- the main character you play as primarily through the game is uh, a young girl named Amicia. I believe she's about 16 years old, 15 or 16 years old. Um and you were accompanied for most of the game by her little brother Hugo. Hugo Hugo, um, <laughs> Hugo knows of my love for the savior. <laughs> so the game, uh, starts off with basically introducing you to this world. She lives in who she is, who her family is and the relationship. And it sets up the relationship dynamics, uh, for her and Hugo, Hugo, he's in the, in this game, he's, I want to say he's like five or six years old. Um, and for most of his life, if not all of his life, he's been sort of shut off with very limited contact between him and Amicia Mm. because of an illness that he's had all his life. So his mother, so Amicia's mother has spent most of his life locked away in a certain part of the, um, of the estate taking care of Hugo, trying to find cure or, or, or a better way to help him. And so, so he's kind of <clears> like Robert the Bruce's dad in, uh, in Braveheart. Okay. 
in see, see I find ways in scenario only. <laughs> you can always find a way to relate things to either Baywatch, Braveheart, or Point Break. Yes, yeah, so as just, we are, you as, just try as we are proving today. But uh, so it it immediately sets up the dynamic of two people, two siblings who are supposed to be as close as close can be, but have very little have have had very little reaction experience contact with each other and there's resentment there because of the idea that um, my mother spent all her time taking care of you which caused some resentment i don't know you that much which causes some yeah yeah issues so you're keeping me from what i want to see so it's it sets off from the jump sort of a secondary theme of uh bonding through difficult circumstances Hmm. or coming together in a way that that um, that they were always meant to be together. So, so um, <clears throat> obviously you play as Amicia for most of the game. There are periods of the game where you are uh, certain chapters of the game where you get to play as other other people. But I'll leave that to yeah, that seems like spoiler territory. Yeah, could go there. Um, so <clears throat> the world is a really a real star of this game. Um, it's an empty world, and I don't mean empty as in boring and bland. The plague pretty much sets up the world to be non, very not heavily populated. But I mean, plus it's the 1400s. atmosphere, hundreds, thirteen hundreds, yeah, fourteenth yeah, century. century, yeah. So the the world is just very um, lonely and isolated, and and at the same time beautiful. In, it, in all the landscapes, it's it, for a double A game. It's um, really quite striking uh, the graphics they were able to, able to pull off. Even though at times it came off as um, a little bit on the blurry side, particularly during cutscenes. But for the most part, this game is stunningly gorgeous. Um, That's because you had the twenty billion <clears throat> teraflops of Xbox One X. Could be. That's Could be. Definitely it. Absolutely. It's the way it works. <laughs> So, I mean, the game really does a great job in capturing um, the suffering and the plight of people living in not only in this time period, but living in this time period under these particular circumstances. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really just it, it, immersion is really kind of the star, one of the stars of this game for, for sure. Whoa. Is this image <clears throat> something you come across in the game? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So I guess um, that's actually the background for I'll, the episode. I guess I'll jump right to that um, because because of the the plague, um, and this is a more more better. This is this is more I guess exaggerated than what we would think of as. I mean, obviously the Black Death in Europe, you think of rats because the disease, as they be, they believe that the disease came from rats or just um, correct. So. I mean, rats were pro- obviously prevalent during the Black Death, but this is a more exaggerated version where they just the game designers said, "Let's just use these rats to really, you know, sell this fun fact, this plague." I like fun facts. Just looked it up. Mm-hmm. Black Plague took place between 1340 and 1400. Oh, so maybe this is sort of yeah in okay. Europe. I thought it was a little bit earlier, but it's good to be corrected. Mm-hmm. Is it? <laughs> is it? I don't mind. So maybe someone has black plague trademarked (laughs) so they can say it. So it really just, it, it it captures, um, suffering and and the weight of death in this game. And it's just, 
because of everything, because of the surroundings and the rats and, and bodies are just everywhere. There are parts of this game where you're, where you're going through like caves and things like that, where you think you're, you think you're going through a scene in dead space. It's just grotesque at times. Um, so one of the, um, the, the, the central, I, the, the central star, um, and, and it's almost a character in and of itself in this game is just the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of rats and building that, building that into this, this game engine, um, they, the, the rats look disgusting and s- scary and believable at the same time. I was listening um, to Rebel FM and <clears throat> Anthony Gallegos was. Why would you do that? Uh, he Just highlighted because he's a programmer now. Um, <laughs> yeah. he, he actually highlighted said he thought the most, from what he'd seen, the most impressive feat and accomplishment by that team was the logic and, and design and how mm-hmm. the rats move and act together yeah, and go around the world. They're, it's really, it's really crazy. Big on that. So you said, um, while it is a stealth game, um, for a lot of it, there, there's, there's places what, because you, you're basically two children mm-hmm. trying to avoid inquisition soldiers. Um, so, of course. <laughs> you know, you have the ability to fight them, but if they get a hit in on you, you're pretty much dead. I mean, there's, there's, a kid. there's a sing it's, it's literally, there's no life meter. If they hit you, you're, you're just dead. Gotcha. So you're, well, that's cool. Uh, hello. Is this when we die? I think so. No, so a large, apocalypse. so a large what portion of the game is you going through the world, avoiding being caught by inquisition soldiers because they're looking they're looking for your brother. Mm. I read on on why they'd be doing that, and that would make sense. Yeah, it's a bit. That's one of the big. We can't tell you that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and tell them. Is yeah, that cool? and because of <laughs> because of things that happen in the opening scenes, you're forced to leave and basically and, and start and the game your, and yeah. keep your brother safe. Kind of like Lion King when run away. Yeah, when Scar and told never return. <laughs> Run, Simba. Here's the thing, though. Scar was trying to just get him away so he could be the king. And then, and then, that, like as soon as he told him to run away, he was all like, "That's that's not why." One thing I away. appreciate about Chris is his real intellectual contributions to conversation. It's terrible. <laughs> and then after he told him to run away, he was all like, "Kill him." Yeah, he didn't really want him to run away. He just wanted to kill. Him. That's great. So yeah, uh, th- there's a good speaking th- of breaks. There's a, <laughs> there's a good portion of this that requires uh, stealth, and and the stealth, you know, there's nothing there's nothing um, complicated about the stealth. One could even say it's easy, um, but it's it's for a reason that I that I'll touch on in a little bit. But the 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 big star and the big mechanic of this game is to basically avoid being <clears throat> consumed and uh, and killed by these rats. Oh dang. Yeah. Um, so, and I think this, I mean, I don't think this is unscientific. Uh, rats tend to avoid fire, bright yeah. light, yeah. you know, things like that. So <clears throat> the entire world, you can see that the, the, the inquisition soldiers, soldiers have sort of built safeguards throughout the world for them to do with the things they need to do, police the world they need to police by implementing, um, uh, torches and lamps and beams mm. and all these things, all these mechanics that get pretty creative in helping you avoid <clears throat> uh, creeping into dark areas of the world. Because, I mean, it, it's it's pretty unforgiving. If you step out of the light, it's, it's game over. It, it, you're toast. So the idea is to make sure that you keep light with you at all times while 
traversing the world, particularly when there's rats involved. What would make your light go out while you're traversing the world? Well, there's, there's uh, a good call. There's a uh, <laughs> oddly, oddly no. I'm just kidding. I was just that would make a been lot a, more sense. Uh, there's been a period of there's been there's been like one scene where it's raining where it doesn't seem to affect it. But because anyway, oil on a rag, right? Yeah, 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 that's probably it. So, yeah. so one there's there's torches that you pick up that are that that burn for as long as you need them to. Then there's like um, you know piles of sticks that you grab a stick and you light the torch at a fire, um, and you and you book it to the next fire before your torch burns out. Gotcha. Stuff like that. So ch- so there, there's like puzzle mechanics built into your ability to survive not getting killed by rats. Okay. You said that very well. <clears throat> did I say it really well? You did. <laughs> so, and it gets pretty it gets pretty creative where you know there's 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 something where you there's this scene where you release a catapult and you that's that at the bottom of it is there's a flame at the bottom of this swinging catapult. So you release the catapult, let it go and it starts to swing back and forth. So you traverse along the route as it's swinging towards your destination. So you just you mm. have to stay with it. So there's just mechanics like that. Hugo is a big part of um, the Ugo. puzzle solving in a similar way to how Atreus was in God of War. He can get he can access places that you can't get to. He can crawl under um, corridors to gr- grab a torch, uh, things like that. Unlock doors for you. Just to make sure. Lower here. ladders. There's <clears throat> never a point where this doesn't have multiplayer, right? Where no. like one person can play as one of the no. boys. Okay. No, and and um, a lot like God of War, he never feels like a burden on you. He's never something that's cumbersome on your on your character. So, <clears throat> so there's got those stealth elements, and it's got the mechanics with the rats. Um, did I mention the rats were awesome? I mean, there's well, something to behold. That. They really, I mean, they're, they're just something I've never seen in a game before. It's so I almost equate it to the, the hundreds of zombies at any given time and days gone, well, I, but, I, you, but with you, more, but it's just more impressive. You say it. that. And I'm reading something I'm reading ahead. Like I do when I haven't played a game to, to chime in with questions. Yeah. And one of the ways that it mentions that this game uses rats would be awesome. If you could have used the zombies in the same way where you're, you're avoiding them and you don't want them coming at you, mm-hmm. but when you need to command them or trick them to do something you need, there's ways to do that to benefit you in this game In in this game you're playing. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. when I read that, I was like, how cool would that have been yeah. to use in days gone per se? Yeah. So one of the things that, one of the things you're, tr- that's a real big part uh, of this is alchemy. Um, it's sort of like, I guess at the time it's, it's sort of alchemy and science are sort of in the same realm. So um, you gain more abilities so to speak, with um, and your primary weapon is a sling, and you can use that sling to um, like a slingshot. No, it's a, it's a sling the way that David fought Goliath. You swing oh. it and you fling a rock instead of you know using a inner tube because <laughs> you know tires weren't really prevalent back then. Is that what slingshots are made out of? Most well, most of the time they're made out of some sort of inner tube. Fun fact by John. <clears throat> You're welcome. Bam. Thank you. But uh, most of the time, slings were made out of sheepskin. <laughs> so, wow. Just like Trojans. But uh, early, Both early, kind. early Trojans. <laughs> like like Brad Pitt? <laughs> yeah. Man. He wasn't a Trojan. Yeah. What was he? He was, he was uh, a Greek. He was Greek. 
They fought the Trojans. Yeah, Eric Bana was the uh, was the Trojan. Hulk. Yep. <laughs> Hulk. <laughs> It'd be great if he just showed up in the MCU. Anyway, oh, sorry. No anyway, no one. It'd be like just him and Banner look at each other and they're like, "Hey, huh. yeah. <laughs> walk on." <laughs> so your uh, your primary weapon, your you know, it's your weapon. It's your it's your sling, um, and you can use it to you can use alchemy to light it to light torches from a distance, things like that. And it's, it's, it's really cool. As soon as you light um, a, a pyre or a torch or something from a distance, rats just scatter. And it's, it's really, it's really cool effect. Um, <clears throat> there's workstations throughout the world as you progress that allow you to upgrade your equipment, carry more rocks, uh, increase your pouches so you can carry a, mag- a bigger maximum ammo. You can improve the quality of your sling, um, re- decrease the reload time, and you do this by acquiring um, materials in the world. So there's some crafting involved. None of the crafting is <clears throat> cumbersome or difficult, and it does nothing to. A lot of times, you know, there's resource management in games like yeah, this where hate, sometimes you hate where, that where you're you just have a difficult time managing your your stuff. But this one just wants you to have it there, and it doesn't do anything to break the immersion because sometimes, you know, management like that um, can just really kind of take you out of it. So this one gives you all that stuff, but it really wants you to focus on its narrative, its characters, characters, and its story. Mm. One of the things uh, that the world does, I mentioned, is, you know, make death very weighted. Unlike you have to keep in mind, this is a 15, 16 year old girl. So there's a scene right off the jump where death happens, but it's not the type of death you think about. Um, It's uh, um, and, and then you're faced later on in the game where you have to defend Hugo and you're forced to take a life. And you do that, and it's a very, it's a very distinct moment, and it, and 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 it, and it makes you realize the difficulty. Because you, you were talking about Tomb Raider a couple of weeks ago, where you know she tar- starts off the game and she's not a killer, yeah. and she, you know, she becomes, and you know that that has an effect, but it almost seems like she slips into it. Yeah, you after know, she it, does it just, that, she she kills that person, and now she's the ultimate killing machine. Wow, yeah. that that moment was very impactful. It's like Drake. boom, yeah. and all of a sudden she's used to it yeah. really quick. Yeah, this one when she when she takes a life for the first time, it becomes a pivotal moment, and it and it sort of goes with her as she has to kill more people throughout the game. It's not a murderous rampage, but there's just moments where you have to want, you know get you through a no certain choice. You have no choice. You have to just take a life. And it, yeah. and it and it really incorporates into the story, and it really takes a it, it cares about the concept of taking life and the weight and 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 the toll that takes on somebody. Um, it, it cares about that as, as and, and it makes for an effective narrative. Um, <clears throat> so basically, um, you have so you have these. There's different ways um, other than the torch the fire mechanic to kind of avoid rats. There's, there's something you get uh, later in the game that you can throw this substance at the ground and the rats flock to it. All, all of them in, in any particular scene, they flock to it for like 
five to 10 seconds. I'm not really sure that allows you to kind of move through there. They just get all these alchemy power ups to sort of help you combat the world's and it, if elements. It, if it's the vibe of the world, right? It's, yeah. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. Like I'm thinking of, uh, when I'm, you're playing, not, you're not, you're not trying to, you're not dealing with doctors in this world. You're dealing with alchemists. You yeah. Know, you're dealing with all this stuff that, that is designed to, no to combat is here. Well, like in yeah. the, in the, in yeah. the most recent Call of Duty, the zombie mode, <clears throat> you, you could get this, this perk out of the box. Mm hmm. That's basically we call it a monkey, but it's like a a thing that's just sitting there with symbols, just going to get the zombies' attention. But then it like fights the zombies for you. Um, you love that element in that kind of game, but you know it really for me stands out. It doesn't really go with it. It's just cool to get it because mm-hmm. it gets the zombies off of you. Yeah. But the thing you're saying is it, it ties in more with the the way the world is set up with the alchemists and their uh-huh. approach to things, and it also is, it, it gives you just enough relief. To do the thing you got to do to get you out of that pinch, but then it's right back on you. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, and the and the alchemy sort of does two it, it does two things. It gives you that medical aspect to it to say, you know, this is how we deal with our this, this is, is how we deal do with it. the plague. Yeah, but it also has more of it. it kind of has that fantasy element to it, you know, because alchemy is kind of I don't know. It's like wizard stuff. Yeah. In a lot of ways. I almost queued up Mariah Carey fantasy when you said that. Now I had to stop. <laughs> because now we have to talk about wizards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there's no wizards in it. But, That's what uh, you said. <laughs> but, you know, there's there's crazy. There's things like, um, oh, one thing that's really just cool to do is, you know, one way. It, the rats are just a big puzzle. It just depends on how you how you get through the barriers. So you know, there's there'd be because of the, it's an inquisitor in, inquisition military. You can they're sort of the villain of the story, and they've got bodies hanging from ropes and chains and things like that. And your and your and your sling. You know, there's a certain target on the chain where you can throw the sling, and it mm. breaks the chain, and they fall, and all the rats just swarm onto this body, allowing you to you know navigate past them. Hmm. Yeah, so just tons of stuff like that. That's what I was talking. So I think, it's definitely, it's definitely this is like sixty to seventy percent of the game, but the stealth is about thirty to forty percent of the game. Gotcha. And the inventory management, the combat, the stealth, none of it is backbreakingly difficult because I think they want you to enjoy the narrative experience overall. Yeah. Hmm. So, but just you, not have you that, uh, that, not have that charge that I guess some people mm-hmm. make in those kind of games where it's just a straight up walking simulator. No, it's right? definitely not a walking simulator. Like the no. Firewatch that you would say. Yeah, yeah. No. No. You um <clears throat> like there's this one mechanic that uh one upgrade to your sling where you find you you come up with you come up to um these like soldiers that have armor and helmets. So there's this there's this weapon for your sling where you throw it at the helmet and it's some sort of alchemy poison thing where they're forced to take off their helmet. Because it's uh, like agonizing, and then at that point you can throw another rock, just a regular rock, at their head, knock and, them out, and kill them. Oh actually. wow, dang! How big yeah, is the rock? <clears throat> well, slings are you know deadly. Dead, pretty deadly. Yeah, if you know how to use it, if you know what you're doing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Now, getting back to this wizard, uh, there's no wizard. <laughs> obviously, there has to be a point in this game where the wizard, like, there's rats rushing them, and the wizard goes, "You <laughs> shut." Or by the second sentence, I knew it was going. Or there's a there's a guy made of iron who calls another dude who's not a wizard a wizard, <laughs> right? Oh, for sure. Remember that? I do. Okay, I do. thank you. I do. So but overall, this game is is approachable 
by design. What does that mean? It's, it means if you're dumb, you can play the, the highest no skilled player to the guy to, to the novice can 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 take on this game. You know what I didn't think you'd say today, novice. That's right, and you did. I'm proud of you for that. <laughs> have you uh, finished it yet? Uh, there are 17 chapters. How many have you done? 16 chapters. Oh, oh dang! Very nice. Yeah. yeah, I've heard it's like it when got, I was looking earlier, it said like it was about nine to ten hours. Yeah, that's about right. It's, Unless you're um, doing completionist stuff. There's really not a well. There is kind of a completion. I think like it there's was collectible like, items within the world. That, oh, yeah. I like collectibles. Yeah. I think like they said it was like twelve, thirteen hours if you're doing everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why do and you why do you say it with like a a weird head bob effect? No. Yeah. So the the, the the story <laughs> and the characters really stand out in this game, and the relationship between Amicia and Hugo are just amazing they're like uh, i don't know it's not that spoilery because it's kind of optional you don't necessarily have to find them but yes, it's really. you find you come up to these flowers in the world and hugo likes to pick them up and put them in your hair oh it's it's it's, it's, it's that kind of stuff the yeah, connection th- there's connections and bonding and there's, yeah and there's what kind of flowers are they do you know different types. wildflowers chris there's just different types i was wondering that there's like a tie back to that with flowers and in the bubonic plague and the ring around the rosy and all that kind of stuff. Uh, pocket full of posies. Yeah. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. That is a black, yeah. black death. Uh, That's why I was asking. I know maybe he was hinting. Ashes, that. ashes. We all fall down. Yeah, yeah. It's a reference to the black. Plague. What? Yeah. It's also why you, uh, it's creepy, isn't it? If you think oh of the lyrics now, goodness. that's a, it's thing a creepy came, song that <clears> came <throat> out of there. And was it saying God bless when you sneeze came out of the mm-hmm. bubonic plague because yeah. it meant you were probably about to die. You would start having an uncontrollable sneezing fit. Yeah. So <clears throat> word. So you see, all, th- there's these moments, <laughs> there's these moments that, uh, where, you know, Hugo finds a flower and puts it in Amicia's hair. And then there's a moment where you're alone and you find a flower and you pick it up and you put it in your 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 hair without Hugo there. And that and that Ooh. moment is just Why is Hugo not there? <clears throat> so many questions. Where Hugo's not I'm there worried. and you just and you have you 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 experience the the fact that he's not there. It's yeah. just it's mm. a it's you a, feel the void of you him. You feel not the being void there. of him not being there. Yeah. And You're there's welcome. just a lot of thank you. I never I, I did not think you'd say the word void today. <laughs> so there's there's moments like that that are just really just amazing moments between those two characters. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but it's about, it's about family. It's about the, the, the weight of death around mm-hmm. you, you know? I mean, they're literally in a world where they've got a knife to their throat 24 seven. Yeah. And you know, people like that us, sounds right we don't understand what that's like. Dude, we don't, we that was what I liked about, uh, what was it? Kingdom come deliverance <clears throat> is that it yeah. definitely give you that sense of like, man, you can, just be this person in town and your day can go from normal to the end of your life very quickly. Dude. Good. You're good. (laughs) You'll like this. You'll like this. Amicia looks like a younger version Mm -hmm. of. Really? You just lost it. Yeah. You just lost it that quickly. I forgot her name. I forgot her name. What has she she been in? Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, uh, the Aloy. 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 Really looks like it. She's Aloy. Aloy but. She looks like a. She looks like a kid version of of a, okay. Aloy. Well, they have that in that game. Should I play that game? Remember, Horizon. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you should. It. Now, do you think in the future or in the sequel? Future. Uh, <laughs> in the sequel, this that it will be, be called about, Guilty. No, no. That's <laughs> funny. Is, is is the sequel going to be about Hugo? repairing an automatron 
so that this dude who made these great films in the 1920s will remember how to be a great dreamer again. Well, I don't know the no! reference. I don't know the reference. What was that? I don't the know. The movie either. Hugo <laughs> from oh. Martin Scorsese. <laughs> really good movie, too. I bet, Chris. It is. Very good. Uh-oh. Um, I had, man, I feel bad because uh, we had a friend or one of our listeners. I don't feel bad. Uh, on here, he uh, he actually said he had finished Plague's Tale. Um, and I he said, phone in my review. Uh, his name's Punkhead on, on our Discord. And I told him to type up his uh, stuff real quick and we would read them live, his thoughts. But, but alas, he has, yeah, he has not he replied. Has not. So I don't know if he's busy or not, but, but I'm but sorry. But if he listens, and I know you listen, Punkhead. Yeah, we, we got you. Yeah. This was your moment. And you let it slip away. I was going to start doing the Eminem 8 ball song. Right. Mom spaghetti and all that, you know? <laughs> he's in the bathroom right now throwing up. He's got the notes typed up. He just can't hit enter. <laughs> um, John. See, John 8 Mile is... John, if, uh, forget that one Academy Award. Um, I've actually been to Eight Mile. Have you? I have Ooh. not been to Detroit. Thug I've Life. Not. Thug Life. I have not been Thug there. Life. Why'd you go I to actually, Eight Mile? I was visiting a friend. I, was his name Marshall? <laughs> <laughs> Does it matter? I have a friend who's, oh, uh, I had a friend, I have a friend whose dad, periodically uh travels up there for business and he's just like is the most depressing city you'll you ever have go a to. friend who travels yeah. no i said his dad Dude, travels my his dad don't travel i don't have a dad i'm sorry who's your other for josh's dad don't travel it's personal i got lots of friends no you mm-hmm. don't there lots of friends does not translate to 15 my we're all, we're all close knit, Chris, and, and then you throw a curveball out. And you got a friend who's going to see Eight Mile daily. I'll in tell you afterwards heart. who it is. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Um, John Richards, are you done? Are you ready to do you, that? Would you say yeah, that? Good. I mean, because he just assumed that. You know, it's it's like, like, if you, I, uh, I feel like I'm a good judge of one. If you, uh, if you, uh, if you've never heard of Asobo Studios and you play this game, you will never forget Asobo Studios. They made Disneyland Adventures. <laughs> who knew? I did now. That was a very popular Connect title. Was, oh, was, okay. Now yeah, they were they were making Connect games for a while. There's a Connect free version of that game yeah. where my daughter is playing that and loves it. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Asobo. That's that right? Yeah. yeah. I like so, how you looked at me. For surprisingly, I said it right. So, Sean, you remember that this title, mm-hmm. one of those obscure titles that probably won't get a ton of attention, but I was looking forward to, along with. Uh, Sinking City. Yes, yeah, that was the one I showed you, right? Yeah, yeah. So the, uh, to me, they're kind of in the same vein. What, when does Sinking City come out? Because I think I might want to play that uh, with you. June? I think, yeah, it's supposed to be next month. Yeah, it was scheduled to come out after scheduled scheduled to come out after E3 to avoid um, what was the what was the game that was coming out that would just destroy it, destroy it, and they all but acknowledged it. Super Mario Maker. I don't know, but anyway, Rage Two. No, but um, this game, this game was was while I was looking forward to it, um, really, really surprised me. And I definitely think I can give this an eight, seven, five. There you go. Let's see here. Definitely play this game if you if you've got the time. Obviously, there's big titles out and, you know, 
stuff you're looking forward to. But this is completely worth your time, and it doesn't take that much time. I think it's got an 8.2 average on Metacritic. 98% of people that are Google users like this game. It's 9 out of 10 on stream, 81% meta. It's like five people. And then the most important one, 10 out of 10 on Green Man Gaming. There you go. I don't even know who that what is. is. Green Man Gaming? Yeah, what is that? Yeah, there's not a there's not a moment in this game where I wasn't um, you, you could immersed. Turn me. It was I was I was all I was just immersed and engaged remember, the whole time. Do you remember that one time y'all mm-hmm. reviewed a game and I was like, they're gonna give this like a four? And they all gave it like a nine? You I thought you were fixing to give this like a four. And you gave it like a this only, whole time only, you thought I was only talking right about at the a end. Four? I thought I thought the curveball was coming because the way you set it up. Uh. You're like everybody, you know, like this game and I was like, Well the curveball is either a curveball or it's not. It's a fastball that you sit on and you hope you knock the, it out the park. The mechanics are basic. Uh huh. But none of it's broken. It's a solid game. Though. At least you could say in Vampire that I wish that the melee combat was better. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, game of the year. Solid game. Yeah. Yeah, almost. Yeah. I thought you were going to go higher, honestly. I thought you were about really? to say nine. I just, I don't yeah. think, uh, I got to, I got to maintain my credibility. I don't know if I could have. Man, whatever, dude. I just, that I went out the door. Gaming credibility. I just can't justify a nine because it doesn't. It doesn't reinvent anything combat wise, stealth wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll give put, it. I'll give it top notch for hey, those rats. And I was those rats are insane. Notch. That's number twenty seven that you mentioned the rats. So they introduced a mechanic that you apparently you know haven't really been a part of or seen before. So they did kind of that's well, that's the point seven dishonored. <laughs> playing rats in that game. <laughs> you said something about dishonored one time. You said you were. You said something like you decided you were just going to kill your way through it. Yeah, not and, a good way to do and that. And and you said, man, they got a rat problem. Yeah, <laughs> it turned out there's some rats. Yes, in the Dishonored steampunk wow, world, this is bad. But the stealth in Dishonored is tap nash. Oh yeah, you know that's what I mean? that's some of the best you'll and it's, ever and play. And it's punishing. And it's you know this this yeah. and that this stuff. You know, give or take a few times that I got tripped up, I got through the game sure. fine. It's not complicated. You know, you see pretty much exactly the route you take. There's there's, I, there's I, very little risk in getting, still, in getting caught. I would still, I'm still waiting for a great uh, stealth game for this year. I haven't, gonna get I haven't found one yet. You're going to get it. I hear that, I, I read something about um, Wolfenstein Youngblood having dishonored type elements in it. Although I, I think that's. imagine that being it. They say it's, I think it's post game stuff. Yeah. I cannot imagine playing that game stealthily. I mean, well, Wolf- I would be disappointed. Well, Wolfenstein, you're, you know, you have the option of, you know, sneaking through the world and taking out those guys with the radios, or that so they can't be signaled to for more enemies. Or, or I can just pull out my guns and then cool heavy metal starts playing and I just kill everyone. Well, you're not, oh, very, wait, you're, wait, not wait. you're not very good wait, at shooter, so wait, I wouldn't wait, wait. do that. I don't know. In Wolfenstein, <laughs> yes. let me get this straight. Uh huh. No music's playing. But no, when no, you no, pull no. out music. Your, okay, yeah, there's music, but it's like I don't, think, I don't think there's metal, dude. Is I was there, about is to go, metal. Well, I mean, it's what they always do in, the, in these games, like where had just, he said yes to when guns out, music starts. I'm playing Wolfenstein tonight. <laughs> you should play Wolfenstein tonight anyway. Uh, if you no, just pulled out your Xbox One and paid one dollar, you could play both of the the two games. But I'd have to have an Xbox. I got um, you guys want to do some news? More than uh, you know. More than more than you know, John. The uh, the fact that you when you cover a game, you make me want to play that game. Kudos to you for that review. I'm very there influential. Very oh, good. I mean, way to take it. I couldn't just take it, huh? Golly. <laughs> All right, let's do this. 
Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News. That was pretty solid. Yeah, yeah it's very good. I, like I that. get that. Eight point like five. We, we were sitting here and we were just blah. We hear the little thing and then you count us down and then we're back on. You know. Yeah, man. Correct. It's like we got our on buttons pushed. John, do you have a disease? Yeah. Do I? Do you? Well, I don't know. He may even say he's going. First. I don't know how to say the next thing, so I'm starting off with this one. Oh yeah, <laughs> ha! I know how to say it. <laughs> Do you have a disease? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it either. Your the World Health Organization has officially recognized gaming disorder as a disease. This is done in their 11th revision of the International Classification of Diseases and Related Health Problems. The condition is defined as quote a pattern of gaming behavior. Characterized by impaired control over gaming, increasing priority giving to ga- given to gaming over other activities to the extent that gaming takes precedence over other interests and daily activities and continuation or escalation of gaming despite the occurrence of negative consequences, end quote. The diagnosis requires also that, quote, the behavior pattern must be sufficient. That's not what that says. Su- uh, behavior. Pattern must be (laughs) sufficient severity to result in significant impairment in personal, family, social, educational, occupational, or other important areas of functioning. It would normally have been evident for at least 12 months. Yeah, I read that and I was like, wow. Uh, I I think (laughs) it's good that they're finally putting that out there because it's there are definitely some people like what was that documentary a couple of years ago about those people that. Like they were, they what do you were. Mean those people. I mean, like Fahrenheit nine eleven. There was <laughs> for common line? There were a bunch of there sicko. Was, <laughs> no, uh, there was a bunch of uh, different types of gamers, and one of them was a pair actually, and they lived together. And pretty much, one of them didn't have a job. The other one, he worked at Walmart at night, and like. <laughs> They had they had an Xbox. It's okay, John. Just laugh at Walmart workers. They that's had not what I was. It, that sounds like that. I was laughing at the dynamic of the two. No, no, no. Yeah, the contrast of yeah, blue collar workers. The contrast of the two people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just it, it was also, American workers. No, it was your delivery team, yeah. Chris. Let's be honest. But um, they were <laughs> so the one who they had like a gaming PC and they had an Xbox, right? And what they were both WoW players. And they're the worst. you can't play WoW on Xbox. You're a liar. No, no, no. Okay, I said PC and that. So the main guy who worked at Walmart when he was home, you'd be playing WoW, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then his roommate there would just play games on Xbox and sleep, right? And then when he would go into work, <laughs> when 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 I he ain't would, got time to eat, when he would go into work, right? Uh, the, the Walmart guy, the other guy would then hop onto the PC and play WoW. Yes. And yeah, that like, sounds like the life. That's called now, an assembly line. There was like <laughs> next to the PC, there was a, a had to be at least eight eight high, probably seven or eight rows deep, uh Pot just, of piss. Just, just wall of of Coca-Cola cans. <laughs> it was just so bad. And like that to me, that's what that is, right? And you can tell at that point then, like those people, obviously they have a disorder. Look, dude, and they they've lost control of like what is actually important versus you know what do you drink when you game? Want to do. What do you drink when you game? Me? Yeah. Um, depending on the night, various or, things. If you just and I, you, are you, you hold on? Are you about to defend 
Just because he mentioned a can no, wall no, no. of Coke. No, I'm going to say like... Do you have we, a wall of Coke? We all, while we're playing our games, have, have our things that we drink or snack on. We just happen to throw them away. If we kept Correct. them for a few days, you would probably be... Uh, yeah. Disgusted at what you drank yeah. or how much you drank and ate during your gaming sessions. I remember I walked into this apartment one time, <laughs> and there was from the from the top of the refrigerator to the ceiling, mm-hmm. two stacks of pizza boxes. That's correct. And those are empty boxes. Yeah. Oh, that eaten, was our apartment. Yeah. <laughs> eating pizza. Look, we liked pizza back it was then. Insane. Dude, yeah. speaking of pizza, this is a fun fact. So starting yesterday, Pizza Hut introduced a new uh, deep dish pizza. This is real. Okay. Yeah, that that has I wasn't sure if you wanted me to put this in the news. Yeah. That hasn't changed in 40 years. Yeah. New sauce, new cheese, new pan. 7.99 limited time. You're welcome Pizza Hut and you're welcome listener. Enjoy that new You pan. can send that check Pizza, Pizza. Hut to uh, uh I'm going to go pepperoni and jalapeno on my first but, for Chris. You know, hopefully this this helps people because you think of like kids especially. What like the- having this now on there and it being a thing that means that you can diagnose kids as this. You can make parents more aware. It's like, no, this isn't normal behavior, what they're doing and what you're describing. This is uh, a disorder and, you know, excessive and, and we need to get a hold of this. Well, you know, so that's what you hope to see. Well, there's people out there that have a natural vulnerability yes, to addiction. Exactly. Just Thank addiction you. in general. Thank you. It, and it's also like when you play WoW and the, the log on screen loading or whatever, or your world loading in, it'll, it'll give little tips. And then sometimes it'll say, hey. Remember to go outside and play with your friends and family. Like <laughs> it actually are does. Real. Yeah, it, it says things like that. I don't know if you much. know this, but the Oasis and Ready Player One—they yeah. shut that down a couple of days a week now. Remember, at the end of the movie and the book, you don't remember that. I part. didn't finish you the book. That? Use my you saw the, you saw, that book. You saw the movie. I listened to the book. Didn't you see the movie though? Wow! Don't be offended. Okay. First okay. off, I didn't read that book, John. <laughs> He doesn't read. So, yeah. First of all, I can't no. read. <laughs> no. Secondly, that was uh, the one of the big sticking points for Ready Player One at the end is that they make they point. make the they make the decision to shut down the Oasis two days a week so that people actually go outside. That wasn't in the movie. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Well, anyway, let's just do this back and forth. It's fantastic for me. It is because you're all like, I'm going to show you on Google that it's true. I will pull up the Wikipedia page for the movie because that's all fact. It is. Speaking of will you? <laughs> Ouya to be laid to rest. Rest in peace. Ouya will have its game store shut down on June 25th. This will officially be the end of the game console that began with a very successful kit starter. Pain hurts. Couldn't him. tell if she barked or farted. Mm-hmm. Very successful. Very successful Kickstarter campaign that raised over 8.5 million dollars. If you are one of the owners of this system, quote, you will be able to play games via the Ouya platform until June 25th, 2019. Once it has been shut down, access to the Discovery <clears throat> access to the Discover <laughs> section will no longer be available. Games downloaded that appear in play may still function if they do not require a purchase validation upon launch. Contact the game developer for confirmation. In other words, it's on you <laughs> if you yeah. want to play this thing. Ouya owners will, quote, no longer be able to access your account, games on the server, previously purchased titles, or be able to purchase new ones, end quote. And it is a testament. Even though Ouya is not something that many people are going to be crying over. No. You don't own a thing. No. You, Chris, your digital downloads, you don't own them. That's They're true. not yours. You paid for them. Yeah. You don't own them. Own them. 
Yeah, I never, it was always really cool that they attempted this, but once it came out, the console came out and, uh, those who had actually gotten said like, ah, there's really only one good game on there. And it, it just didn't run very well. Didn't have a great controller. Um, it's a console for cell phones. I, I'm, yeah, I'm very surprised that it's lasted as long as it has before they've shut this down. So it sucks, but yeah. oh well. It does suck. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Dead Island 2 is still a thing. Um, Dead Island 2 was announced a long time ago. Apparently, it's still <laughs> being worked on. Uh, revealed in a THQ Nordic financial report or rapport, as some people say. CEO Lars, says that. you're right. Lars Wingforce. Remember when you passed up Ouya? Yeah. <laughs> I got Lars Wingforce. <laughs> simply said, quote, Dead Island 2 still being worked on. Stay tuned. End quote. The slideshow uh, showed a logo for Dead Island 2 with no other details provided. It is still planned for PC, Xbox One, or X-Bone, uh, <laughs> and PS4. Also mentioned by THQ Nordic. 80 games are currently in development within the organization. That seems like a lot. That's a lot of games, right? Yeah. Some of them's got to be mobile. <laughs> Probably. Right? Um, well, good Dark thing. Side is four. No TV. This again just proves what is dead can never die, apparently. I don't know what that means. <laughs> wow, that's terrible. That's when you say... You've just been like choking on all pop, pop culture stuff here tonight. You know why? Boo. What? Because <laughs> your references suck. You don't know where what... Speaking was of dead suck. can never die... Comes from? I'm on the spot right now and I'm nervous, so I can't answer that. Sonic the Suck Game Hog. <laughs> What'd you say? Sonic Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog delayed following the fan outcry yeah, over the recent trailer. Jeff Fowler announced that Sorry. the film will be pushed back to February 14th of 2020. Ooh, Valentine's To Day. make the iconic character, quote, just right, end quote. Fowler said that the team needs a bit more time. People voiced concern when it was announced that changes would be made to the CGI with concerns of, quote, crunch to make the November 8th release. His tweet read, quote, taking a little more time to make Sonic just right. Hashtag no VFX artists were harmed during the making of this movie. Ha ha ha. Ooh, that's, a, that's a reference to current stuff out there, huh? I think so. Yeah. I think it's a smart twofold one. Makes sense. Yeah, it would have been really bad. Uh, if they had, it would have been really bad <laughs> to, to try really. to, if they had tried to push for a November release, uh, or, you know, after trying to make this change. And then also you gotta say that the initial buzz was not very good. So about the last thing I want to do, if I'm a studio and you're not confident in the film is put it out in November. Yeah. You're talking holiday season. Why not put it in February where it probably will have a much better chance of getting a decent, at least a shot at getting a, an audience that can make its profit back or I'm sorry, make enough profit to get its money back. Yeah. 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 Or they could just cancel Nay. the stupid thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mortal Kombat KOs days gone in sales. Uh, the MPD report is in and Mortal Kombat 11 and days gone were the months Best-selling games in the United States. Mortal Kombat 11 instantly became the second best-selling game of 2019 so far on every single platform. That includes the Nintendo Switch as well. Days mm -hmm. Gone, uh, the debut 
uh, month sales rank as the seventh highest in history for a Sony published game. Mm. That's, to me, that's not great. I would never tout the seventh best of anything. <laughs> um, but anyway, so here are your games. I'm going to, where am I going to read them from? We already told and you something. Mortal Kombat was the top one, so we'll say Mortal Kombat. Uh, Days Gone, MLB 19, The Division 2, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Ooh. Uh, Friend of the Show, Grand Theft Auto 5, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, COD, Black Ops 4, NBA 2K19, Chris Love, and the cutest game in the world, Yoshi's Crafted World. I'm glad to see Sekiro still in the top 10. I'm not. Screw that game. Yeah. That stupid ogre. I actually um, take... Take heart by the seventh best-selling Sony PlayStation exclusive. What does that mean? Mm. Four God of War games, four Uncharted Dude, games. If, if you're not the best, what are you? Right, Little Big Planet two, one, two, and oh, three. Oh, that's right. We like Alabama. <laughs> I don't you, know. What the heck you said? I mean, I guess it's it, and plus it's for there. a while, plus for a while they were they were going back and forth. I was reading the headlines; they were going back and forth. Some articles were reading Days Gone was the best-selling game. There were some out there. So um, this surpassed sales in Japan. Yeah, I know. Not a huge, Japan. huge market. Um, There's a lot of people in Japan. Fastest selling Sony uh, exclusive beating God of War. So they have every reason to be happy with the success of Days Gone for sure. I'm not saying that's what you're suggesting that they don't, but. Um, I'm sure it made enough money. I think it. I think it's going to be. that man is money. I think, no, I think it's a franchise. No, the, I think it's. For I don't sure. know the. <clears throat> I wonder best selling game for Sony Ben, seventh yeah. best selling game for Sony exclusives. I mean, saying it's a- saying is something's the best selling Sony Ben game when their last console game was like in two thousand four, and it's a siphon filter game. You know, like that to me. Okay, whatever. Uh, we have plenty of options here. You can say. Seven I guess. I guess doesn't impress you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm. I would say. The interesting thing will be because, yeah, it probably did make enough where I don't think they would just shelve it, right? But at the same time, you have to look at it and go, well, it didn't get the greatest reception. Um, it wasn't number one the month it came out. You know, sure, it was going against Mortal Kombat. Uh, and you go, what's it going to be return-wise? Like, what do we have to do to make this, um, you know, be so des- desirable that people would actually give it another chance? And, and like you know actually come back into this world because of course the fear is that you have something like for instance like what just happened to division two where you did really great the first time and then it doesn't meet your expectations the next time because it doesn't continue to grow it actually regresses um i would hope well, that, they didn't say it regressed yeah, they yeah, say it didn't yeah. meet their expectations i i just i just well it's <laughs> distinction without a difference uh, i i just hope that if they do it that you know uh, was it Sony Ben, right? That's how it's officially named now. I hope that if they're going to make an R1 that they kind of like take whatever criticisms were in this game. Why and, would they and, want to do that? And, yeah, and actually just... really work to make sure that there's a strong footing before just pushing it out into the world again like they did with this when they announced it. Plus, there is another circumstance that might have kicked it over the uh, the hurdle. How many times do you see a AAA game like Mortal Kombat 11 also come to the Switch at the yeah. same time? Launching, I mean, you'll see Wolfenstein come out six months nine. later, nine months later. Is that? But oh. this was, uh, I mean, I this know. gave. I mean, it was it was the best selling game of the month on a on the Switch console. Mm-hmm. So there's just things that you know that it had going for it. So it was you. A calendar reminder. Ah, huh. turns out. 
podcast yeah. Tuesdays. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, Sony exclusives are still heading to PS4. Sony has confirmed that PS4 exclusives will stand will <laughs> will still be coming to the current generation console, but didn't rule out appearing on the PS5 as well. According to President and CEO Jim Ryan, quote, for the next three years or so, PS4 will be the engine of SIE's engagement and profitability, I'm sure is what it meant to say, as we seek to keep the existing owner base engaged and delighted and attract new owners from different markets and different demographics. In this, we will be massively helped by an outstanding roster of new and exclusive games that have yet to be launched, end quote. Doesn't surprise me. Makes sense. Yeah, this that's all. This is what happens. You can do better. Never gets over. Just like, uh, hey, we, we got a console. We're gonna have another console. <laughs> got a character. And we're gonna put games on both of them for a little while. Yeah. Shrewd analysis. Yeah. So shrewd. Sean the shrewd. <laughs> Sean the shrewd. I think they <laughs> they had to say this because if you told PlayStation Four owners that are not gonna rush out to get a PlayStation Five, yeah. That like, hey, all these things you've been waiting for and getting hyped for are not going to come to this console anymore. That there would be a very negative backlash. So this is PR speak. It's a, a little bit of PR, PR, speak. PR speak, but they also have the look. I think this is a a uh, we we get a peek into their their. Per, I, what am I trying to say? I like a good peek. We're seeing that they are they understand they are the top, mm-hmm. and they they're going to fill all the little holes up to make sure that they understand to the people. Fill the holes up. John's laughing. Yeah. Um, that we got you. I am not laughing. We, we got That's you. That's not funny. We're mm. not going to forget about you. We got you. <laughs> we take this top position very seriously, unlike this podcast. Sony exploring oh. cross-gen play. Oh. Boo. Sony has made the suggestion that it is exploring PlayStation 5 cross-gen play with PlayStation 4. Hmm. See? They care about you guys. They will hopefully accomplish this due to backwards compatible tech. Backwards compatibility showing, tech? No, he's, he's right, man. I just got to read what's there. Man. Showing tech is tech is short for technology. Uh, the suggestion was made that PS4 games on their PS5 would still be able to play online with others who are using a PS4 or potentially even play cross-gen titles across these systems. Hmm. According to Deputy President John Cadera, quote, having compatibility is a positive thing. Not only can a game be played on the next generation console, Cross-generation, the community can enjoy the games together. Bridging that compatibility has a very important role to play. End quote. You say I, it, John. I would expect Microsoft will have... I don't know. If, <clears throat> well, I guess... I don't know whatever Nintendo's hey. doing next, so they might not have it. But it it definitely seems like the right step for everything. I mean, I want to say Xbox, Xbox might be doing it now. I could be wrong on that. I'm trying... I'm trying to think if there's something out you there. You got the right stuff. Doing what? Uh, backwards compatibility for certain things. Step I'm by not certain step. now. <sighs> I don't know. But either way, well, they've been, they've that's been, a good, they've been that's a good move. The, they've been building the um, the system to be able to do that. Uh-huh. Hey, guys, I'll just I'll just sing New Kids on the Block over here by myself. You do it. So don't worry about it. Oh, oh, oh. You know what I'll be doing? Oh, oh, oh. I'll be watching a Death Stranding trailer. That's what I'll be doing. Awesome. Because John's going to tell us when it's coming out. Kojima yeah. Productions has indicated <laughs> that they have canceled Death Stranding. Forever. No. End of story. Oh, uh-huh. Penny. My God. Does she pooty cat? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I can taste it. Has indicated that we will be getting a new trailer today, as in today is tomorrow, but today. 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You see what I'm Just going say there? today. May 29th. Shut up, Sean. Look, just shut up. Why are you stupid? <laughs> Getting a new trailer today that will likely give us more cryptic details on the upcoming title slated for 2025. A brief announcement and video was posted to Kojima's Twitter. It reveals little, but does feature the handprint motif seen in the marketing. It also says, create the rope. (laughs) (laughs) I got you. Which may be reference to all the tubes and black strands we've seen connected to these things throughout all the teases that don't make any sense. Actually, there was a couple teases for this. There was another one that said, reconnect with us. A lot of people think this is going to be them revealing that like whatever their online multiplayer element for the game is. Uh, if there is going to be one, a lot of people think it might be that should also be note. I doubt. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm certain that if you listen to this at midnight tonight or 8am, it might still be going on. PlayStation started doing a Twitch stream is like really weird for death stranding where it was kind of showing video, but like the hands, yeah, the handprints are kind of like moving around the screen. So, I don't know if that's like in countdown to finally doing the trailer reveal or whatever. That's my phone ringing loud uh, on the show. But man, that's John's thing. Yeah, I know. What are you doing? Well, I'm tightening up right now. Um, I'll tell you that <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm glad they're. I'm not surprised that Kojima would sit out till the fall to do anything. But who knows? Maybe maybe he's finally ready to say. Uh, by the way, it's coming uh, fall this year. Who knows? Right? Or some point next year. We can only hope. It's never coming out. It's all a big uh, ruse. Shocker. I love ruses. (laughs) I like a good ruse. (laughs) In a world where one can have an Apple card, an EA Access style subscription service appears to be leaked on the Ubisoft store. It appears to reveal Ubisoft Pass showing the words Ubisoft Pass Premium, indicating the possibility of a tiered service. Like EA... Ubisoft has more than enough titles and content to justify this model. The only question is, how much will it cost? Mm-hmm. That is the only question. I pay four ninety nine for EA, so I wonder if now that Sony finally broke the dam, right, and said EA whoa, access whoa, can whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. harsh <laughs> language that uh, EA access could come to PS four. Now everyone's kind of going like, oh. Well, now that we have both consoles, and especially the one that has like 90 million units sold, like it, it totally yeah. makes sense for us to actually do this. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. It's so funny. It's like, you know, you cut all your cable ties and all this stuff and you see all these services like, oh, I can afford ninety nine nine ninety nine a month. And yeah, you're basically paying a hundred bucks from all the nine ninety nine subscriptions I you do, have with Netflix and Hulu and I do, Game Pass and all that crap. I do think like as much as these guys are taking advantage right now and just trying to get as many dollars as they can, this to me, like long term, I don't think it's sustainable if everyone starts getting like if Activision has one. You know, like imagine you can just pay for your Activision pass and you can play all the Call of Duty WoW uh, and, you know, uh, Overwatch and all that for yeah. one price. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, EA's there. And then I'm trying to think of other major uh, if 2K gets into it and all of a sudden, yeah, as you're saying, like it gets to a point where you start looking and it's like, man, I'm paying like 30 bucks a month instead of just. $60 for the one game I want. Now I got to um, buy CBS All Access because of Star Trek Picard. <laughs> I'll never Jeez. say that. In my should. life, I will never say that. 
I'm surprised you, I'm surprised you don't want to get just to watch uh, Star Trek I've Discovery. Thought about, I've thought about it. Yeah, I've been but, wanting to watch it. But I've heard that there's sort of the, a detachment from critics versus fans. Of the, you know what I'm watching of the, next? Of the, of the, of the season Anthony two. Of, likes it, and he's see, a big Star, Star see, Trek guy. Tells me everything I need to know. Season two of Cobra Kai. That's what I'm watching next, John. Oh, yeah. Did you get a free trial? No. I've got credentials. Tell me more. Tell you more. Call of Duty 2019. This mine? No. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you, but you can still read it. Go no, ahead, man. man. No. no, you're good, baby. All right. What I'll do is I'll read this one, then you'll read the next two. Go How about that? Go there you go. I'm not setting that up just to read the last one either, because that's okay. what it looks no, like. No, no, it's okay. Call of Duty 2019. This year's Call of Duty looks to be a soft reboot. Yeah. Of the Modern Warfare series. The title will allegedly be called Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That's more than a soft reboot, isn't it? Jason Schreier confirmed on his Twitter account stating, quote, video games are, <laughs> let's see what you think this next word is, huh? He says absurd, end quote. Eurogamer has also confirmed. It was a much, it was a much, this is like a fraction of the, of the tweet he was talking about. Mm-hmm. And he was rationalizing the fact that the first Modern Warfare game was called Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, and all this mm. stuff. And he was like, video games are absurd. He's basically mocking the idea to uh-huh. do this. And yeah. I actually responded to his tweet. Did, he, said, did, he, did he say anything? You got that worked up over it? No, no, no. no I just <laughs> no, I just thought it was kind of a stupid thing to say. And I went, I said something like, uh-huh, God of War, hello. <laughs> you know, this lauded game that had a soft re- reboot instead of calling it God of War. Well, what 4, if they just, they just called call, it God of War? What if they just called it Call of Duty? I think it's is a little weirder to go like and actually take something that was actually called Call of Duty for Modern Warfare. Like that's the subtitle, and now say we're just going to redo that again. It's like why not just say Call of Duty Modern Warfare Five or Four, whatever it is. Why not battle, right? Battlefield One? Why not just yeah. do Call of Duty Two K Nineteen or Twenty Nineteen? <laughs> That's what they should do. Just name them by the year, bro. Two K would sue them if they did two K. Well, but God of War. <laughs> it's oh. very weird. But uh, I guess I don't know. Maybe they just don't want makes numbers. Sense. <laughs> Wait, no, it doesn't make sense. That's our thing, Chris. Yeah. Leave us alone. Go ahead, John. I mean, it's like um, what? What did? Uh, but it has to be real because if Jason Schreier and your gamer are reporting, that's like confirmation. You know, that's not a rumor Plus, anymore. Weekly Games Chat is confirming what they confirmed. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. We, we confirmed it. I already called ahead. Movies do this stuff all the time, too. First Blood, yeah. First Blood Part 2, Rambo First Blood Part 2, Rambo 3, uh, Rambo. Rambo. But, but imagine if Rocky. Like, I guess like no. this new one's called uh, Last Blood. <laughs> but like, what if they came back and they said like now after all that, right? Like, just with Stallone still as, you know, Rambo, right? It's John Rambo. And they came back and been like, all right, next movie, Rambo, First Blood. That's all it's called. <laughs> You'd be no, like, it's called John what? Rambo, Last Blood. Hey. No, no, no. I'm saying if that was the title of it. Hey, that's kind of what I think the absurd part of it. Is his daughter of, is she cute to you? I didn't know he had daughters. <laughs> Lies. Slander. He has three daughters. Mm. Yeah. Are they hanging your way? What Chris, does that mean? He's trying to do the pivot thing that we will. Now we got to ramble for another ah, 30 seconds. Nintendo Direct no. is heading Nope, your way. not my way. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> so you still want to talk about his daughters? I mean, it, it, I, I, her last name was Stallone on a Twitter post yeah. or something. Yeah. Makes sense, right? One of them, um, 
one or two of them are, are models. Or, uh, Sean's know, getting blown up why does, why does everybody not remember today is the day we record? She has He has beautiful children. Mm. Really does. Ah. Not no thanks to him, obviously. <laughs> Nintendo has beautiful children. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Nintendo has announced a Nintendo Direct for Pokemon Sword and Shield Direct, <laughs> and it will be arriving next week on June fifth at six a.m. Pacific time, nine a.m. Eastern time. The presentation will be fifteen so? minutes and will focus on new information on the upcoming new. Pokemon titles. And speaking of upcoming titles, cadence of next week. Mm-hmm. Which might be actually this week. Hold on, let me ask you something first. You go ahead, go ahead, man. How is this going to affect their E3 um, direct? I asked that. Very Maybe insightful do question, things? Sean. Very insightful yeah. question. Thank you. Their Nintendo Direct always focuses on a slew of titles they've mm-hmm. got. Um, my guess is they'll be spending a lot of time with this one. I bet. I bet you that their Nintendo E3 booth will be decked out in the Pokemon world. Makes sense. As well as their... <laughs> if, if you think like... Uh, it doesn't surprise me either. It wouldn't surprise me. And, if you're and specifically, saying that, the Nintendo Treehouse will focus very heavily on Pokemon Sword and Shield. If you're saying what? So it'd be next Wednesday. I mean... Is it? In, I believe so, because, yeah, the 9th is Sunday. Yeah, dude. No. That's what I'm saying. Which is my birthday. Which is why oh, I Oh, this? That. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought um, happy so birthday, by the way. if you're thinking about it, like, yeah, you put this out there and it gets that full four days before E3 to be like, this is our biggest thing. And then, and then you, know, Microsoft goes on, on Sunday and then you come back Monday. And isn't that when they're doing theirs? Are they doing theirs Mondays or Tuesday? It doesn't matter. It's after it. So oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember, but then you get to put out and say, okay, like, look, we took care of the biggest thing. And maybe there is something more that they will, uh, add to Pokemon yeah. sword and shield, but like they can highlight all the other things yeah. that don't have the advantage of being Pokemon. Right. Makes yeah. sense. True, mm-hmm. true, true. Speaking of not being Pokemon, Cadence of eh, Cadence of this week, I think. Cadence of Hyrule, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Sean, have you heard of this? No. Uh, the release date may have been leaked. In fact, the leak indicates that the game will release this week. A Twitter user discovered that the source code for Cadence of Hyrule's Nintendo of America game page shows a release date of May 30th, 2019. I believe that's... Hmm. That'd be Thursday. weird. Is that Thursday? Hmm. No. Yeah. Thursday. It would be weird. That's tomorrow. Yeah. Um it's a it's a it's a it's a rhythm game. Yeah. I remember I know it's, the game, I just didn't see this leak. Oh, I thought you were telling me you no, had. Well, I think heard we had it. mentioned this this game before on here. Yeah, I think we covered it when <clears throat> Looks cool. wasn't that like when all the um all the news for News uh, Oh <laughs> For like, what was it? The the remake of um, was no, it? it was it was the last. It was the not the. What are we doing? The fifteen minute. It was two directs ago. Everything good? Yeah, he's good. We need a new soundboard. No, he needs no. to get a new XLR cable, and then we'll see what happens. You don't know that. <clears throat> then we'll talk about soundboards. But Your it would soundboard. be It would be very unusual for Nintendo to just dump a title like that without bravado and fanfare yeah um, it, it feels like a placeholder yeah right but it was on the website so who mm-hmm. knows <gasps> finally this week is it finally yes it is okay you just went right into that didn't you uh yeah okay finally this week oh me cyber <laughs> what was that <laughs> cyberpunk 2077 updates. dries dust <laughs> just dust cd project red 
will be showing gameplay of Cyberpunk 2077 next month, uh, which is really soon at E3. Um, what happened? I'm hot. I'm just. You're making sure you're good. Well, great. Yeah, it's, you are. Yeah, you are. But the game will not be playable by attendees, according to PC Gamer. Global global community lead Marcin Mamot stated, <laughs> quote, to answer many questions about the demo and whether or not at Cyberpunk game will be playable at E3, we're going to be hosting gameplay presentations in that cinema, end quote. There will also be different showings to include one for the show floor as well as behind closed doors where the fun happens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> According to CEO Adam Kaczynski, E3 E3 2019 is, quote, going to be the most important one for us ever. We really have prepared a strong show. My guess is is that we will see this in the Microsoft uh, press conference at some point. I agree. Probably. And uh, if they hold true to how they did with Witcher, uh, it will probably be like the gameplay reveal, like actually showing it and in in some combat. Makes sense. Um... (laughs) By the way, it wouldn't surprise me. By the way, I think God. it's pronounced uh, Momot. Uh, well, I know this is this is your studio, so you can shut your face now. <laughs> I have to take those opportunities when I get that. I know you do, buddy. Yeah. That's what we love you for. Uh, you guys want to wrap this up? Uh, Just to be safe. Never, ever. purpose yes yeah we've always done that and you didn't chime in again i'm cool are you very okay you know what i'm not gonna have dinner with you tonight yeah okay yeah we heard yeah that's why people don't like you i got things to um, do too, it's not just john mm. we could have had dinner no we couldn't have never mm-hmm. uh <laughs> you can write thoughts and opinions thoughts to- and prayers <laughs> to weeklygameschat at gmail.com that's weeklygameschat at gmail.com just like TJ did he says he titled this Generational Wars and he says I think to ha- I have to agree that Sony's reign during the PS4 era isn't as strong of a victory as say their PS2 reign I agree with that uh, what seems to give each company a head start is how well they address the game politics of the time Microsoft was very tone-deaf during the resurgence of piracy in DRM before revealing the Xbox One. Sony took clear advantage of Microsoft's terrible E3 and launched so far ahead that no one could really catch up until just recently. Who's caught up to them? Uh, Add this to Nintendo's odd focus on trying to combine their new Wii audience with the most hardcore gamers, and it left PS4 with no clear competitor. This is very similar to Microsoft Xbox 360 focusing on the strength of the live or strength of live to push ahead of Sony previously when the PS3 didn't have a clear direction other than the unique console power. So in short, I think you're you're all correct in last week's assessment. Sony did earn their place, but the other two did not put up a great initial fight. What's going to be the big ticket issue leading into the next generation? Crossplay, backwards compatibility. That's the big question, right? And I would imagine right now, I don't know if it's going to be crossplay or backwards compatibility. I would say the next one for the next generation 
probably is going to be these streaming services and, and just like how accessible they actually feel, right? You know, how much is Microsoft doubling down on that? And is it the right move? And if, if so, like what's Sony's response to it? Because obviously if people see a console they can buy, say they're both $400 at launch. Um, and you know, <laughs> you can, you can get one in like one has a system where basically you have all these great games for $9 per month, um, or 15, I guess with the Xbox one live subscription, uh, then it, it gets, it would get very hard for Sony to answer to that if they don't have something, uh, that could definitely be a clear advantage, but who knows? Yeah, it could be for it could be 8K gaming, it could be streaming, like you said. But the reality is, we don't know what the focus is because we didn't know what the focus was as PS3 and Xbox 360 were ramping up. We only knew mm-hmm. what the focus was when we watched Xbox stumble and fall flat on their face, and that's the moment where we knew, oh, that's the focus. Mm-hmm. And then Sony went and focused. Yeah. So I, I just don't think we really know at this point. I mean, the obvious assertion is assumption is it is streaming yeah. and how people are going to answer Google Stadia, which ironically, we haven't heard anything about Google Stadia since we heard about Google. No, Stadia. Right. It's, it's like why it's like you're saying they got to answer it, but we don't know anything about it. What if it sucks Absolutely. and they go they go answer this thing that didn't even need a response? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's weird. I know we you are you, know, you, you you picking up what I'm putting down. John. The question is. <laughs> The question that we have to first get the answer to is, is anyone really stumbling? Like, because, yeah, he, he, TJ correctly points out, like, it was very clear, you know, because you'd had a year of Xbox 360 that Microsoft was on point. Like, they, they were doing things right when that came out. And then everyone just go, yeah, but wait till PlayStation launches, PlayStation 3. And then it comes out and it's a ridiculous price thing. Uh, it, and really, it was just like, well, do you want this super hyped up expensive Blu-ray player? Because that's all it was at launch. Uh, and it really cost them for a long time, especially when it came to it became clear their online was very much lacking uh, when compared to Microsoft's. And here, the same way, like I think before the actual reveal of the Xbox One, most people were still banking that even though Sony had had a good debut a couple months earlier uh, with their own console, everyone was still banking that Microsoft was going to be right there with them ducks in a row. And then all of a sudden you come out and you just quickly start to realize that, wait, why are they focusing so much on entertainment in this and not about games? Why is the only thing they're showing right now uh, freaking Call of Duty and Madden and not anything that is theirs and original um, and then finally, when the console dropped, uh, you know, then it then it really hit us where it was like, wait, this game, this thing costs more than the PlayStation 4 and it can't even do 1080p gaming while everything over there is in 1080p 60 frames per second at launch. That's when you knew it was like you just you saw everything start to align from the moment Microsoft announced that console. Who knows? Maybe Phil comes out next Sunday and they start to talk about some of these things and everyone goes, what the hell are they doing? You know, well, yeah, aside, and, you know, aside from those minor details about the 1080p and the frame mm-hmm. rates and stuff like that, I mean, the, Xbox didn't, and I remember this to the, I'll never forget this response after you first saw the unveiling of the Xbox. And this is not a knock because you were right. Mm-hmm. You said, and I quote, okay, Xbox, you got me. Yeah. Because they sold something to you that you wanted. Yes. And, and 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 technically, the PlayStation 4 
did all of those things. Yes. Which was ironic to me. It just, I mean, it, this is just a case of, you know, had, had Xbox One played it safe and recognized the message of gamer, gamer, gamer. Yes. They would have won this generation. If they had just dropped Connect, and it's not, not make about that. quality. It's, yeah. it's about it's about it's about tone deafness. It's about narrative. It, and and it proved it proved to me, and I and I had no idea this would happen. It proved to me that 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 customers are not loyal to a brand. No. To there's not enough customers loyal to a brand mm. to save the brand of yeah. any brand, except maybe PlayStation. Yeah, well, not when your your initial purchase is you know four or five hundred dollars. Yeah, correct. You're like, I'm going to do what is better. Yeah, if for sure. if Apple were to just all of a sudden drop off a cliff with how it developed its phones, and and Samsung keeps nailing it, or, yeah. like people would, dude, if Samsung's phones abandon. are like a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. yeah, and Apple's still like rocking whatever their price tags is, yeah, you'll see how quick yeah. Apple goes away. Yeah, um, I'm interested to see, you know what it is that they're going to make the push of their next generation. Um, and we'll that, that's cool. Cause we get that first. We'll probably get, at least get a hint of it. I think next Sunday, I don't know if we'll get everything. Um, but this generation is kind of interesting because they have had so many to go through and we are in, I think the highest peak of technology synergy between everything now. Right. Um, I think these, these two really honestly are not going to take too many risks. They're just going to, they're going to port the power of PC and then just try to make good UIs and systems that work very well. And and that that might be, it's just going to be a faster system. That might be the biggest disadvantage that Microsoft has going in this generation is because they lost this one so badly. I don't know if they can recover it. Like they would have to come out with so many great, amazing exclusives yeah. Uh, that actually hit and become things again, like where you go, wow, they have a Gears of War, you know, type hit that they had with 360. Fable 4 is your launch. Dude, it, it's mm-hmm. crazy that I hope so. The, yeah. the older I get and the more I game on my PC, I'm like, why do I even care? It's weird. About consoles? Yeah, it's like mm. just buy a P- You can play almost everything on a PC. No, yeah. except for like a Sony exclusive. No, I mean, if you think about it right now, play, you can play Halo. Never mind. If you think about it right now, like if you were just to actually invest and go buy one of those top line uh, new NVIDIA cards, right? You could have that for eight years easily. Yeah. You know, sure, it, it might cost you. Yeah. It would cost you a lot up front, but, you know, <laughs> who, knows? who cares? Yeah, who knows? If, if that's all you play on. Uh, that's all I got this week, though, for emails. Yeah. Real quick on the Twitch, too. Um, I want to give a shout out to the Offset Collective. Thank you so much for we for sure for retweeting our tweet of our uh, Rage Two show. We appreciate that. They have a Discord. A uh, friend of the show, not friend of the show. Well, he's friend of the show, but you know he writes in from time to time, time to time. time. Uh, time big to time. riff. You know he he's con- uh, he's conversed on the Twitter, and I think he's emailed us a a couple times. He moved recently, um, and he let us know that moving sucks. Not us in general, but I just like that tweet. So uh, moving does. Suck. I hope your your move went, went especially when you break easy. your TV during your move. Remember that? I yes. <laughs> uh, our 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 friend Acid Sugar um, liked a tweet that said this, uh, and this hit home with me 
because I go to my local Taco Bell as well, and it sucks. Uh, I've pretty much come to terms that I will never be able to ful- fulfill my Taco Bell craving because the past 10 times I've tried to go, the drive through line is wrapped around the building, not moving, and my child will just scream the whole time. <laughs> there yeah. is something about Taco Bell drive throughs where they just don't they don't move. Uh, and that's they don't it. move. Uh, I don't see any DMs or anything else we need to address. Everybody's living the life. Uh, we've... Is 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 Memorial Day weekend the unofficial start of summer? Yes, it is. But it's almost summer, basically. Yeah, yeah. June twentieth. So I think people are uh, they're having fun one, yeah. playing games, or we're just no longer relevant. I think Ooh. we are. I don't like thinking that, John. It's hey, show John that we're relevant. <laughs> it's the unofficial start of summer in America. Let's let's put it that way. Um, yeah. That said, this has been episode two hundred and six of Weekly Games Chat. We want to do 207 right, so we're kicking John off next week. Or maybe he's going maybe somewhere. Maybe not. I don't know. No, there, remember we thought we might record a day before or something? Yeah, I don't know if I can do that now. Because <laughs> <laughs> it would have been Friday, and I don't think I can do that now. Why? Uh, no, you actually said it would I be Thursday. Because I my parents. Or, yeah. Well, I don't know. That would be that'd be a quick turnaround. Because of what the show would be if we did that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. If but John's anyways. not here next week, we tried to tell you if he is, you're lucky. How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that said, this has been episode, again, 206 of Weekly Game Chat. If you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever podcast service you use, and you will get a new episode every Wednesday, just like this one. Uh, and while you're there, if they have a rating system, make sure you drop us a high rating if you like the show because it helps people find us. If you don't, that's okay. John will probably cry about it, but we'll just blame him for the fact that you didn't like it. It's fair, right? And typical. Yeah. Uh, if you want to write your thoughts and opinions, again, thoughts you can write the thoughts of prayers. Uh, you can write those to weeklygamechat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. And we have a Discord. Uh, so if you want to go to our Twitter page, you can find a direct link there or else I believe you can search within discord and you can find our group, which has tons of conversations about a variety of topics going on. Um, I have been deplugged from it for the last five days, but I'm back now and ready and to better it. than ever. We're right? back. <laughs> um, <laughs> I usually do or try to do live streams on Mondays. I did not do it this past week because I was exhausted from my beach trip. When I thought about it. doing one, but then I don't have access. You haven't told me about our channel and I didn't, you could have, you could have asked for thoughts and prayers and I would have sent them. That's true. And so that's basically happen. a lame excuse. Yeah, exactly. Thoughts and prayers. All, you got, all it takes is a phone. <laughs> it's true. Um, until next time though, I will simply say game on to Sean. Game on, Chris. Game on to John. Game on, Chris and John. Game on, John. <laughs> Safe travels next week, John. Thank you. No matter girl. what. Yeah. No matter what, John. We may say that to you again the next time we record because you haven't gone yet. Beautiful Napa, California. Also, uh, yeah. people, sound off. If I was to switch, uh, set up so that Xbox's live E3 briefing, briefing went to our Twitch page and then like I put us on there as we talked over it. Tell me how you feel about that. I like that. Yeah. If y'all would be down to watch. Because I'm not going to do it if like when is there three con- or four people. Uh, it's my birthday. Oh. You should know this. Yes. Uh, which is a Sunday and it should be at 4 p.m. I won't be here. I could. Where I'll will be you here. Be? He's going to be out of town. I'll be on a plane. You'll still be out? Wow. 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 <laughs> well, maybe me and Sean could do it. Yeah, on your birthday, we'll have uh, we can, drinks. We could like 
hold up. I'll get Phil Spencer to postpone. We it. can make we can make custom uh, displays of Richards of how we feel about games. But anyways, yeah, let's promote that. Let's see if we yeah, got any feedback yeah. and if enough people want to discord people. Let us know. Um, also on the we'll, Twitter we'll and put that out there. We'll pin it. Yeah. Even Facebook, wherever, or email us. If you would watch, if you're willing to commit to it, I mean, Sunday, it's a Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Which time. could be like Sunday at 9 p.m. for you folks across Nine. the pond. But, I mean, that means it's not too late for them. But if you're a gamer and you know about E3, you're going to watch that presentation. So, why not watch it with us? Exactly, right? I love it. We'll let you know. If At the very least, what I will do is I'll make sure to have an E3 Discord room up. And I will post what I think in real time. And Sean can do so, too. Yeah, I'll be there. That. Just look you know, over your shoulder, honey. I'll be there. <laughs> hey, Michael. Uh... Anyways, man, in retrospect, that did not age well after that documentary. Um, <laughs> I was on the Mariah Carey version. And, and people still like Michael. Dude. Yeah. Uh, celebrity works that way. But anyways, I will simply say your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Bye-bye. Oh, man. That's the end.